up everybody <laughs> getting just real wild with it each time terminal transmissions here again my name is danny i'm garrett so at, here at terminal transmissions we're like a sort of a pop culture you know uh tv video game movie science and tech talk show it's true it's just me and this dude and mm-hmm. we are nerds nerds since you know childhood yeah uh, and we talk about cool nerd stuff that's coming out uh, and what we think about it it's pretty cool mm-hmm. um so this is our 75th anniversary <laughs> 75 years we've been on the air uh, and uh, it's been a long, long road, but we made it. We're both still alive somehow, even though, you know, family history says I shouldn't be. Uh, well, family history and diet. <laughs> anyway, uh, on this episode, we're going to talk about an upcoming Wheel of Time TV series. So I know Garrett's turgid. Oh, yeah. Fully rock on. We're going to talk about uh, a Teen Titans live action TV show. Uh, and, you know, connected to that is the DC live streaming service that's going to be coming out where it's going to be played. Uh, then we're going to talk about this video game called Hellblade, which is supposed to be coming out this year. Yeah. That Garrett just reminded me about, but I forgot about because I hadn't seen any new things on it in two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're going to talk about Kingsman 2, The Golden Circle, which the trailer finally came out today. They released like a real trolley teaser last week. Yeah. Uh, but the trailer was fantastic. Fuck yeah. So started out in the televisions. So as we've talked about before, I fucking love Will of Time. It's probably my favorite novel series of all time. It really wow. is. It's I can't get into it. Yeah. At gunpoint I can't get into it. Well, it's the best. So uh. it you for those of you that don't know, it is an award winning series that is enormous. By word count, I think it's actually the longest. <laughs> and it's, it's an award winning series. Uh, but uh it's I, I think it's fourteen books long and uh it's incredible, it's high fantasy, wonderful, it's got great writing. At any rate, it uh, it finished up just a few years ago, and uh, it's been in unfortunate like de- development hell uh, to have a movie or or TV adaptation. I'm sorry we didn't censor that. Development heck is what he meant to say. <laughs> and uh, weirdly, so it had. A, if you've been following along with this, and if you haven't, you're lucky and blessed. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a Will Time fan and you've been following this, then your life's bad. Yeah. Uh, so last year there was this, I mean, it was a monster of a, uh, like it's like the fakest thing that's ever been faked, Mm -hmm. but, uh, this company had somehow acquired the rights and they're called, they're called red dragon or I'm sorry, red Eagle entertainment. And they are monsters actually just don't sue me, please. That's an opinion. Uh, (laughs) free speech. I can say whatever I want, regardless of who it harms. Uh, and, and so the deal was that they were about to lose the rights to it and, and like at like two in the morning with no fanfare, they release this fucking. I would tell you to go watch it on YouTube, but don't go watch it. Please, um, please go watch it. It's amazing. It's called Winter Dragon, and it was supposed to be like a pilot for this. And really, it was just because by the contract they had they had so much of time. I don't remember it was five years or ten years or something that they had to put out something that they were working on it. 
And as long as they put out something, didn't matter what substance it was, if they did anything with the rights, they would retain the rights. So at like four in the morning, they put out this fucking, like in an infomercial time slot, they put out like (laughs) this fucking, it has Billy Zane in it. And it's, it's basically the prologue to the entire series. And it is horrible. So I haven't read Wheel of Time, but mm-hmm. I've, it is unwatchable for even me. <laughs> yeah. As not even someone who's a fan of Wheel of Time, it's like the worst thing I've ever seen. It's like worse than Mystic Knights of Tiernanog now. <laughs> like if you watch Mystic Knights of Tiernanog now, it holds up better than this fucking pilot. Yeah, somehow. And it is terrible. But uh, anyway, so Harriet, who is the late author Robert Jordan's widow, uh, because he passed away a few years ago, she basically instantly started like a, a lawsuit against this. Mm-hmm. Like, like fuck no. Oh, she didn't even know like who they were. They, they didn't go through anything related to her or his estate. Mm-hmm. They just did this. They just like shit this thing out. <laughs> and so basically since then she's been in this, in this like tussle with them. So anyway, finally a couple of days ago, it was finally announced that they will be moving forward with a TV show. But thankfully as far as I know, Red Eagle is basically not going to have almost anything to do mm-hmm. with it. They like they're they pulled a Spider Man. Yeah, basically their name is going to be on it, but really they don't have anything to do with it. And hopefully that's true. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, Harriet, who also was Robert Jordan's editor, she was a professional editor. Uh, she, as well as as the author's widow, she's going to be the consulting producer. So hopefully that means that she can be there and just nip anything in the bud that's real fucking stupid. At any rate, with all of that said, it's basically, it's in a perfect time to be made because Mm -hmm. it is just enough like Game of Thrones and Game of Thrones is winding down that I think this could potentially scoop into that kind of same sort of demographic if done in the right way. Right. It isn't in any way, shape or form like Game of Thrones in terms of like tone though. So I I don't know. Um... It might not pull the same exact demographic. Right, because it's not it's not as like brutal, even though it has a lot of combat and it has a lot of adult themes and it has a lot of brutal things that do happen. Uh it's not as like axe crazy as Game of Thrones is. But it is fantastic. It also has a lot more magic in it than Game of Thrones does. Not so much in the beginning though, so maybe I'm hoping that they can kind of lead up to that. Like they don't just come flying in with like wizards and spells and magic. Yeah. And I like the idea of that. And there's some shows that can successfully do that, Mm -hmm. but they might have to for, for a property that has such a very specific fan base, Mm -hmm. they might have to play fast and loose with some of the stuff to get people hooked. Absolutely. I, and I, I think, I think they're going to need to make a lot of changes. Honestly, I think they're going to need to make a lot of change, lo- a lot more changes even than Game of Thrones has, mm-hmm. which I don't necessarily think is a bad thing. Again, like we talked about last week, I don't think it's inherently a bad thing. It, you can drop a lot of the storylines, the, the extraneous storylines from Will of Time because it has a fuckload of them. And they're, <laughs> and while in, in novel form, I think they're all awesome and right. fantastic. You don't need all of them. Right. Especially in a show. And I mean, you have 14 books. Game of Thrones has five. So yeah, there's, there's a lot going on in this series and it's got, it's got a lot of magics. It's got a lot of 
cool stuff. It's got really, really fantastic characters. Yeah, I think it's going to be fantastic. And uh, so with that said, it has been picked up by, this is what was announced a couple days ago, by Sony as well as Radar Pictures. So Sony has a lot of a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Radar Pictures has done Jumanji, the remake. They did that Zathura, which is basically Jumanji in space, and Riddick mm-hmm. with uh, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel, I couldn't remember his name. So the only other thing that kind of scares me, but it might be okay, is the uh, the writer and producer, like the lead writer and producer. And I'm guessing like showrunner. Showrunner. I, I it didn't say if he's the showrunner. It mm-hmm. just said writer and producer. I'm assuming that means that he's the showrunner. Probably uh, is a dude named Rafe Judkins. Who has the most wonderful name on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this a little bit scares me. Which, I mean, I guess it's not that big of a deal because the dudes that did Game of Thrones like weren't known for shit before they did Game of Thrones. Right. Uh, and this dude has done some stuff, but tonally, it is way fucking off. He was a, a producer and co-producer, depending on the episode, for Hemlock Grove. Mm-hmm. And he was the supervising producer for 22 episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And then as a writer, he's worked on Hemlock Grove, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and in some show called My Own Worst Enemy. Weirdly, he was also a cast member on Survivor like forever ago. Interesting. Yeah, before he was famous and stuff. The cool thing is, apparently, that dude, uh, that old Rafe, has worked with AMC and Netflix already Mm -hmm. and has like a strong relationship with them. Mm -hmm. So there's speculation that this shit might be on Netflix. Or AMC. That's what needs to happen. Those are the only two places I'm willing to let it go. Yeah, that's where it needs to be. Some people are speculating potentially ABC or NBC, but no. I don't think so. I think I think AMC would be a really good fit after seeing what they did with Preacher, mm-hmm. and then of course Netflix. I, Netflix is what I'm holding holding out for a hero mm-hmm. for Netflix because that's G- the best place it could go. AMC is the second best, and then I'd settle for like HBO third. Right, right. Um, and I don't think HBO would do it. Right now, I right, think right, if right. it was a year from now or a year and a half from if it now, was after Game of Thrones mm-hmm. was over. But I think that they're, I think that they would be reticent to make something that would be directly competing with with Game of Thrones, even if it doesn't even come out until Game of Thrones is almost wrapping up. Right. I think they just would be reticent to do that. Now, with that said, I, I think that it would be a fantastic idea for them to do it. I just don't think they would. Um, but I think it's going to be awesome, and hopefully, cross my fingers, Netflix or AMC, mm-hmm. and. uh I hope it gets a really good treatment because so a few years ago, another fantasy series sort of truth was, was they tried to do an adaptation with that. And it was also fucking Miss Knights of Tiernan. Yeah. Yeah. It was basically like fucking, uh, the, like the, the wheel of time one. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was fucking terrible. So hopefully people have learned from game of Thrones that this can be done and you don't have to make it corny Mm -hmm. and you can make it fucking awesome. And again, like we've talked about, you know, with, with all of these shows, like, like Marvel superhero shows and, and more supernatural shows coming out all the time. I think the way has been paved. So I think, I think, I think it can be done. And I think that will of time absolutely could be done, especially since, like I said, like in the first few books, magic, has way less of a part in it than the later books. Uh, I think it would be really cool because you could start it out where it would almost be the same level of magic as game of Thrones. Right. And I think that's what absolutely needs to happen. And then they can lead up to it where then they start throwing around fire and stuff. And I think it'd be fucking, yeah, I think it'd be amazing. So 
There is no further details about this. We don't know when it's coming out. We don't know who is going to be attached to it in terms of uh, acting. Um, no idea. So we will keep you informed as to any new developments because I love talking about it. <laughs> so also in TV, we wanted to talk about an announcement that they are coming out with a live action Teen Titans series and it's going to be headlining or co-headlining uh, exclusively a new Warner Brothers and DC streaming service. Yeah. So essentially Warner Bros. and DC are making just an all DC streaming service. Which is very interesting. So I don't know if that's going to have like Here's like four original shows, mm-hmm. and then we stream all of the other DC shit right. that's on other networks. Yeah, that make, that makes sense. That's makes what makes sense. sense to me. I don't know how they set that deal up though, because yeah. they're spread across so many networks. That sure. might be hard to do. Yeah. Um, Maybe it also, just will be shows moving forward. Potentially powerless could be continuing on that. Yeah, we did get because uh, we did see that yeah. it's been pulled, but not necessarily canceled. Yeah, so maybe that is it. Maybe yeah. they were maybe they were like fighting over the rights to it, and so they were like, we we can do this better. On our own service. Right. Or the viewership doesn't matter as much. Sure. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> so, yeah, they're coming out with a live-action Teen Titans series, which is fucking fantastic, because I love those GD characters. <laughs> like, Teen Titans is fucking fantastic. So, it's yeah. uh, at the very least, it's confirmed to have Starfire and Raven Fuck and yeah. Dick Grayson, but they haven't said if he's going to be Robin or Nightwing. In huh. the article, they referred to him as also known as Nightwing. Huh. But if it's Teen Titans, he's almost got to be Robin, right? Right. I don't know. I'm yeah. just saying, in the article, they said, and Dick Grayson, also known as Nightwing. So, what the fuck ever. Maybe they, that was for the plebs. Um, I'm assuming they probably won't have Cyborg, just oh, because they're currently in, doing yeah. him in the uh, in the live action shit. Sure. But, uh, man, that's... Uh, I love Teen Titans, dude. Yeah, Teen Titans was great. Teen Titans is one of my favorite comic series of all time. Oh, yeah. It's one of my so favorite good. cartoons of all time. Oh, yeah. Uh like, but how wild do you think they're going to get with it? I hope they go real wild with it. I hope they start getting into a little bit more of the, not adult stuff, but some of the more, like, honestly, like, kind of brutal stuff they were doing with some right. of the Teen Titans stuff. Like, Impulse getting his knee blown off. Or can we get a little Trigon? Trigon. Oh. Whoa, Trigon? <laughs> yeah. Trigon. That would be cool. Yeah. I would really like that. Yeah, so, they have so many cool characters to pull from. Raven's father is this, basically, one of the most powerful characters or entities in the DC universe, which is this demon named Trigon, mm-hmm. uh, Trigon the Terrible, if you want to get technical with it. Yeah. Um, but he's like just this huge multi-eyed like demon beast monster. Yeah. So it'd be really interesting if they actually went that far with yeah. it. Yeah. He's got flippers for ears. They might do like, uh, oh, this is my humanoid form that I've like come right. down from on high to like <laughs> troll my daughter. Right. Um, but again, like the, the thing about Teen Titans is it's a lot of those characters. You, you got to have real good special effects. Yeah. Like you can't fucking do Raven or Starfire unless you go ham as fuck with the CGI. It's real. So hopefully they throw some money at the issue. Yeah. Teen Titans is kind of all over the place in levels of power, but they've got some heavy hitters. And yeah. I mean, some of them, like if it has Beast Boy in it and he's, right. he's shape-shifting, like that's that's CG, y'all. Yeah. And I mean, obviously you can do Robin. You, you just need punch, five bucks. Punch, punch kick, right? Flip. Just put a fucking mask and a stick. <laughs> um, but yeah, some of the Teen Titans, you got to go pretty ridiculous mm-hmm. with, the, with the special effects. So we'll see how it turns out. And then... To attach on to that, well, first I wanted to say it's, it's actually got some really incredible talent co-producing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have Greg Berlanti, which is the producer of Supergirl and The Flash. Oh, nice. Uh, they have Akiva Goldsman, who's producing the Star Trek Discovery series. Oh, cool. And then Jeff Johns. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, what you I fucking... Hey, he's I'm, just stomping in. That's all you need. Yeah, fuck yeah. So Jeff Johns is essentially the Kevin Feige of the DC Universe, mm-hmm. which is Kevin Feige is like the guy who basically made the Marvel Universe exist. Right. Uh, but also Jeff Johns 
is like a comic book guy from like a, he's been like yeah. writing comic books for like a billion years. Yeah, one of the most famous and prolific comic book writers of all time. So it's pretty fucking cool that he's working on this show. Fuck yeah, that is exciting. Uh, and then to you know, kind of another thing that I want to talk about is the co-headliner of this service is they're also bringing back Young Justice. Fuck yeah. So we are going to get another, at least one more season mm-hmm. uh, of Young Justice continuing where it left off, like how many, like six years ago or whatever? Yeah, seven a years long ago. time ago, yeah. Uh, so that's fantastic because Young Justice is goddamn incredible. Yeah, it is really and good. And it's one of those where I just think it was a little bit ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. So Young Justice was a cartoon that was, I, mean, I think it was like six or seven years ago. It might be wrong. It might not have been that long or it might have been longer. I don't really remember. But it was essentially like just a little bit after Teen Titans. Right. Like they were like adolescent Titans. Yeah. Uh, but that show was so fucking good. Yeah. And it got canceled because it just didn't have the viewership. Mm-hmm. But it's been like a cult classic. And like right. the fans have been fucking begging for it to get brought right. back for years. Yeah. Uh, and then we found out last year that it was coming back. And everybody thought it was going to be on Netflix. Right. But it turns out that DC is just coming out with their mm-hmm. own Netflix. Yeah. Uh, Batflix made that up. <laughs> uh, then Batflix. Uh, so we're going to get a Teen Titans live action show and a new season of... Uh, Young Justice, it's which fucking sounds awesome. fucking amazing. Yeah, I hope that, that I hope that Young Justice lives up to the, the first couple of seasons, right? Uh, and I hope that the Teen Titans show is good. Yeah, I hope uh, that I hope this succeeds. I hope they're able to roll out a lot of cool stuff. I think DC could do really well in film and TV, and I think that they've just focused on a little bit of the wrong things. And mm-hmm. I think that in a lot of ways, the public have just been like antagonistic. Well, here's the thing. We're saying that from the perspective of people who just, no matter how hard we try, can't get into the the DC shows. Right. If you think about it, Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Mm -hmm. and Supergirl are actually all incredibly successful. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They are hugely successful. Yeah. um, More so than any network Marvel show. Yeah, we you're just, right. Yeah. We just can't get into them. Right. I tried well, to get into Flash again recently, and yeah. I just fucking couldn't do it. I actually really liked Supergirl. Right, um, you didn't like latch onto it and finish it, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, but that was only because I just I started watching other stuff. I'd love to go right. back and, and finish it. I was really, really enjoying it. I tried to watch Arrow in the very beginning. I heard it gets better, but I tried watching it in the beginning, and it just it wasn't doing it for me. And yeah, I'm the first season of Arrow is hard. The second and third season were pretty decent, and I know that the season five finale is about to happen, so I'm okay. again already two seasons behind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I've watched like the first five or six episodes of The Flash, mm-hmm. and it's not bad. It just it's not like those shows that just I feel like, oh God, I gotta watch the next episode. Like, right, 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 right. It just doesn't none of the DC shows do that to me. Yeah. Like I'm trudging through them to watch them so that people will stop bugging me about it. <laughs> right. Because people do. Yeah, yeah. If you're an outspoken like comic and TV fan, people will fucking make it a point to harass you to watch the DC shows. Mm. Forever. I do notice that when we do our research for the podcast, almost every TV news show or TV news site is inundated yeah. with like Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Flash, Supergirl, Flash, Green Arrow. Yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ, are there other shows on 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 the networks no. where what, what the fuck yeah. every like, time we go look for tv shows to talk about there's like 14 articles about arrow it's real like every yeah. time it's and I'm like how many real. does they have 14 episodes a week how is this happening <laughs> right so in video games i wanted to talk about uh, a game that hasn't really gotten a lot of press which is really yeah, weird. Yeah, pretty much none, actually. And like yeah. I said, I forgot about it. So I didn't, weirdly, I didn't even know about this game. So a couple of days ago, my buddy Shane hit me up and he asked me about uh, this, if I was going to get this Hellblade game. 
I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? So I Googled it and it's a game called Hellblade uh, Sensua's Sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And it's based in like Nordic, like Norse mythology type of setting, like Vikings-esque. It's got some like Viking iconography. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's made by Ninja Theory. They're the people that made uh, Heavenly Sword, mm-hmm. Devil May Cry a few years back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also they were attached to Disney Infinity. And they they're calling this like an indie, like an independent AAA title, which yeah. is really interesting because uh, usually it's one or the other. But it's only made by fifteen people, right? And from everything that we've seen, uh, like I looked up some gameplay footage, even not just not just like trailers and videos, the it does look like a AAA title. Yeah, it's so, beautiful. Yeah, uh, it's very fucking dark. Yeah, it's uh, honestly it reminded me kind of uh, honestly uh, from the trailer of Death Stranding. <laughs> Yeah, 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 for sure, for it's, sure, it's absolutely. Like, yeah, like, like the trailer, you can't tell what the fuck is going on. Right. It's like uh, this girl who's apparently the, the main character, and she's just at this like tree that has a bunch of corpses uh, like hanging from it, hung from it, and uh, hanged from it. Mm-hmm. And uh, some voices are talking, some like disembodied voices, and then all of a sudden, like the tree's on fire, and she's screaming, and she's like scared, and you don't know who the fuck she's talking to. You don't know who the fuck is talking to her, right? And apparently the the game explores like psychoses. Right, right, right. It's it's all about like you don't know what's real and what is imagined and she is actually going crazy. Right. Which seems really cool and right up my alley. Because yeah. I I like games like Bioshock and the and those sorts of sorts of games that, that kind of play around with those tropes. Um and so uh, apparently there's no HUD. And you have to just be really astute in playing the game. You 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 have to listen for auditory cues, audio like listening for like when to block strikes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the combat is going to be very difficult, but like cool, right? Uh, and and it looks really cool. The character animations are fantastic. Uh, I'm really interested to see what they do with this because kind of like Death Stranding, like you don't really know what the fuck the game is about. So pretty fucking pumped. Yeah, I. Uh, it's funny because when you brought that up to me, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was today was the first time you brought mm-hmm. it up to me. Yeah. You said, have you heard about this Hellblade game? And I'm like, nope. Tell me more. <laughs> right. uh, and then you said, it's like a Norse, like Viking. And like my brain was like, ting. And then you said, like this girl and like right. mental health issues. And I was like, oh shit, I do remember that game. Right. I saw a gameplay trailer for it two years ago and then it fell off the face of the planet. Well, just now, mm-hmm. while you were telling me again and you said it's the team that worked on um, Heavenly Sword. Heavenly Sword. Mm-hmm. Somebody at fucking work asked me like last week, have you heard about this Hellblade game really? that's being made by the people who made Heavenly Sword? And I was like, nope, what the fuck? They didn't say anything about right. the content, so uh, I just moved on with my life. And I started talking about Asura's Wrath for some fucking reason. Weird. And then we went off on our own. And huh. my lightsaber was red. But yeah, no, that's the second time in a week that I forgot that that game was fucking called Hellblade. That's I've known so about funny. it since fucking 2015. Weird. And they just haven't released anything else, so right. I forgot about it. That's so funny. Yeah, as you were just talking, I was like, shit, the same thing just happened to me Weird. like a week ago. I don't well, remember who it was. I think it was that, uh, I think it was Matthew. Okay. Which he listens to the podcast, so. Hi, Matthew. Matthew, if you're listening to this, I do know about that game, and I'm just a dumb <laughs> fucking idiot. It might have been Vince, though, but either way, I don't oh, remember who it was. Hi, yeah, Vince. Vince doesn't listen, though, so fuck you, Vince. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, the game looks great. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So, finishing up with movie film, which is my favorite thing to say, mm-hmm. and also film. Garrett hates both. 
Uh, we finally got a full trailer for Kingsman 2, or fuck Kingsman yeah. the Golden Circle. So, I loved the first Kingsman movie. Yeah, fuck uh, yeah. It kind of came out of nowhere for me. Yeah. Like, it wasn't something that I was anticipating or, like, sure. following, and right. then it came out, and somebody was like, dude, you gotta see this Kingsman movie, there's a blade leg. <laughs> and I was like, tight, I'll check it out. So, I watched it. And I fucking loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought I went into it thinking that it was going to be cheesy as fuck. And in some ways it is, but in like the best of ways. Right, right. It's cheesy in like a deliberate way Mm -hmm. that's enjoyable. Right. It's very self-aware of the tropes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you haven't seen the Kingsman, uh, the original one, which is I think it's just called Kingsman, the Secret Service. Yeah. uh, It's basically like fucking James Bond Mm -hmm. on drugs. Right. So it's about this group of secret agents uh, mm-hmm. in you know uh, Britain who are called the Kingsmen, and they're just like these super suave, dapper, like tea yeah. drinking, suit wearing, umbrella carrying badasses who like yeah. do flips and like shoot people and beat the piss out of everyone. Oh yeah, it's um, hyper unrealistic. Oh yeah, it's like it's it's honestly one of the most comic book on film movies that's ever it, been. It made, absolutely even is, even above some of like the Marvel. Movies. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's, a lot of the Marvel ridiculous. movies feel like comic book content mm-hmm. made into a movie yeah. and like adjusted to fit that medium. Right. Whereas Kingsman feels like a fucking comic book that got hit with like a movie ray. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. If he just started like running up walls because he had like the magnets in his shoes, I would just be like, Oh, right on. Cool. But yeah. So we got a trailer finally mm-hmm. and it looks fucking goddamn awesome, dude. It, it looks, looks so, so cool. fucking good. Yeah. So, like I said, they released like a real trolley teaser last week, which was essentially the same trailer, mm-hmm. but cut down to like single frames and sped up to like a 10 second window. Right. Uh, it was all the same content, but mm-hmm. you just couldn't see any of it. Right. But man, okay. So, first and foremost, it looks like the Kingsmen are being hunted. Yeah. Their, their base and like all their like different like hideouts have been destroyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we see Eggsy, which is the main character, which is uh, Taryn Edgerton and. Uh, Mark Strong, who plays Merlin, the uh, they both return and they're He's like, like oh, the Q. No. Of, yeah, yeah, of exactly. But series. also a badass. Like, yeah. Q was like an old guy who just made stuff. He mm. makes stuff, but then he'll just shoot you in the balls. <laughs> uh, so their shit's all fucked up. Uh, I've known for a long time because I've been following the sequel. Right, you have. Um, that there is um, an American counterpart mm-hmm. uh, that's sort of like a, a pseudo friendly rival in the mm-hmm. same way that American and British government are friendly sure. rivals. Uh, called the Statesman, and I yeah. knew for a long time that it was run by um, Halle Berry, um, but I didn't know anything else about it. Right, right. I didn't even I didn't even know any other casting. Sure. So in this trailer, we see Halle Berry is a Statesman. Uh, we see Channing Tatum is a Statesman. Fuck, we yes. see Pedro Pascal, which is uh, Oberon Martel. He's a, he's a Statesman, and Jeff Bridges is also a Statesman. Oh. They all have fucking cowboy hats Give it and to like me. big mustaches. Give it to me. And like they have flasks on their belt that say Statesman and fucking. <laughs> Uh, Oberyn has like two pistols and like a magic whip. Like he just has like some whip yeah. handle on his belt that he pulls out and just a whip <laughs> extends out of it. Channing Tatum has like a repeating rifle that he's like spinning around. Yeah, off the chain. So that's all tight. Yeah, everything uh, about that is cool. I guess basically the Kingsmen get tore up and they're like, all right, we have no choice but to like call in our like shitty redneck white trash like state counterpart. I fucking love it. Uh, we also see Julianne Moore, who's playing the main villain, Poppy. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently. Um, Elton John is in the movie. I didn't oh, see really? him in the trailer. I didn't see. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't read but that. But he is supposed to be in it. That's awesome. Uh, and then Colin Firth's character from the first movie, Harry Hart, apparently is not dead. Yeah. So spoiler alert, I guess. Yeah. But I, I, I've known from the marketing that he was coming back for a long time. Oh, did you? That wasn't like a big surprise to me. Okay. Um, but it was surprising to me that they put him in the trail. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But dude, God, it looks so fucking sick, it looks man. So cool. They're going over the top with the fight scenes mm-hmm. and the set pieces. There's some villain that has like a mechanical arm, Give and he can me. just fully fire his fist off like an anime, and then it has like a wire on it, and he can like retract it Give as it like an me. attack. That's the coolest thing. They got huge, ridiculous stunts and yeah. CGI and fucking like I don't even like how can you even top the first one? So in the first movie, <laughs> yeah, Samuel Jackson plays like this like media mogul mm-hmm. who essentially put something in cell phones that makes people's first and foremost it makes people all go crazy and kill each other right uh but then it can also just make your head explode yeah uh so he just rules the world um yeah. but then they but he got shut down so i don't i can't imagine what how do you how do you top that like how do you make something more grandiose than that for the sequel the, your daughter has to get kidnapped again and- <laughs> <laughs> all right so your daughter gets kidnapped but no wait this time you get kidnapped <laughs> And then wait, your wait, daughter wait. has this to come time. Save. Your wife gets killed and they frame you. Oh right, right. Okay, and now there's a TV series and it's a different character. <laughs> Sorry, Liam Neesons, we love you. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so we have no idea how uh, Harry Hart survived because he got shot in the head mm-hmm. uh, through the eyeball. Yeah, uh, but only shows a, him with an eye patch. Yeah, he just lost the eye. It yeah. stopped. Uh, mm, Maybe he had bulletproof contact lenses. Yeah, but I'm so sure. So in the first movie, they go way out of their way to be like, oh, these are like proper British gentlemen who right. like sip tea and like have like fucking perfectly tailored suits mm-hmm. so i'm assuming they're gonna go equally like stereotypically aggressive with the americans which, which is I why love. they have like cowboy hats and, right. and rifles i can't fucking wait for this movie. i hope we get more of these oh yeah and they and they just do like germans and oh, yeah. fucking that's, swiss that's one of mine and garrett's favorite tropes it's real like take some franchise that just like is aggressively like Factional, I right, guess, right, like right. Assassin's Creed, mm-hmm. and then just hit me with the most wild versions. Yeah, just of it. give me variants of it all day, and that and that kind of bleeds into my obsession with like multiverse. Yeah, sure, because yeah. it's like, ooh, here's like a variant of a variant of a variant, and it's like a different version of the mm-hmm. same thing, and it's always dope. Yeah, and so if they if they do, there's like other oh, statesmen, and then there's like fucking like beersmen, oh, then Australians, yeah, and there's like d- like dirtmen and like fucking mountain men <laughs> and like fucking shirtmen. Honestly, it would be cool just seeing like how crazy they could take it each time, and it oh, yeah. fits with the themes of the first one and it fits it fits with like the design of everything yeah. and they knocked it out of the park just like assassin's creed does where it's like every time you're like i never even imagined that it could be this cool and it is and that's how i feel about the statesman is it's like oh you made them cowboys yeah. i never would have thought of that and i fucking love it yeah. and it's they amazing c- and they could do that with everything they could they could do that with like every single nationality on the planet and do it tastefully and do it well right I, I I hope this keeps going. I like the the first movie a lot. It's, yeah, it is over the top. It is kind of silly in some ways, but in, honestly, in the best of ways, it has really good like plot, characters, dialogue, and everything. Like it had good, good everything. It was a good it, movie. It's incredibly over the top and like unrealistic and unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But the characters are still relatable somehow. Absolutely. I mean, like the, you still have a connection with Eggsy and you like him as a character, even yeah. though it's fucking complete bullshit the whole movie yeah, is yeah. impossible unbelievable <laughs> yeah. absurdity well yeah and i think that i think the difference is that even though it, it is a very obviously taking a lot of the james bond tropes i think what they did right with it is they had all of those tropes and then they added in a coming of age tale which mm-hmm. james bond never had they they gave the character a personality and backstory and they made you root for him and they, because they gave him a vulnerability, right. whereas like James Bond, that's the whole thing about James Bond is he like he doesn't have a vulnerability. He's just like this. He's perfect in every situation he's in. He just wins. The characters in this aren't like that. They have flaws. They have shortcomings, and it's awesome. It's it's really cool to see that played out while also having like over the top crazy action scenes, super fucking cool tech gadgets, 
cool cars. It's awesome. Yeah. It's it's really really cool. Yeah. So that comes out soon. I didn't even bother to look at the date honestly because yeah, I, I was just like, we're talking about this. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but it's soon, obviously. Yeah. So get strapped in. It's one of the big, like you know, this summer has like fucking eighty nine big movies yeah, coming out. But real. it's one of them. So probably within the next like three months, it's coming out. Fuck yeah! Get you some ticks. <laughs> <laughs> like not like fleas, ticks, like bugs, but like tickets to see the movie. Thank you for clarifying. Also, ticks if you're into that. Right, and neuter and spay your dogs. That's episode seventy five. God, next song. Yeah. See you next time.